Welcome to the Getting Uncomfortable Podcast, starting a war on comfort zones and the havoc that they wreak. I am Tara Christine, your host. Let's dive in, shall we? Well, hello and good day, my fine, beautiful listeners. Happy New Year's Eve. It is the final day of 2020, which I know many are celebrating and thinking that we're going to wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden all will be well and completely uh, fixed and resolved. And I think that just is not realistic. So um, in the best interest of saving my own sanity, I am just enjoying this moment here and now coming to you. I am Tara Christine. Uh, This will be episode three of the Getting Uncomfortable podcast. And honestly, I'm just winging this one. As unprecedented as this year was, I think that there's no shortage to say about it by anybody. But isn't anybody else tired of the same old narrative? Are you ready to change it up a little bit? Because I know that I am. I know that I'm tired of seeing and listening to so many people complain constantly. It is constant negativity. Despite all the hateful crimes and murders and brutality and everything going down that the media and in the world is focusing on there's so much beauty that is like the grout of all of those hate tiles there's love grout that is just being ignored and covered up by dirt from everyone traipsing all over the hate tiles, which I know this metaphor really probably makes no sense, but it kind of works because grout is a very important part of the tile. The whole floor would not be held together without the grout. It's, It's the glue to the whole floor. And by neglecting the grout, then the whole floor suffers. And unfortunately, (laughs) it's kind of a perfect metaphor that came out of nowhere. It's just part of my winging it, but I guess it works. And so people, we need to focus on the grout. Like get that toothbrush out, maybe a little baking soda, vinegar. I'm not sure. Home remedies are better than the toxic poisons for sure. But we need to figure out a way to uncover the love, to focus on the love, to, to brighten it back up and shine a light and, and really make that grout work for our floor. It's time. There's no shortage of it. There, there really isn't. Maybe there's a little hunk missing here or there, but honestly, it's not going to fall apart. The whole floor will not fall apart with a little chunk missing, a little dirt over there. But it's time to refine it. It's time to revamp, give it a little facelift. And, and I think that is what 2021 should be about, is bringing back all the love that has been missing from our communities, from our lives, from the world in general. We need to answer the Black Eyed Peas question, where is the love? And say, right here, right here in me, in my heart, in my acts of service. I want to help people around me. I have special gifts and talents and so much to offer of value to my neighbor. Like, withholding that is a crime. It seriously is our moral, spiritual obligation to be there for our neighbor. We tend to get so caught up in 
the monotony of our own days and our own schedules and our own stress and anxieties that we really do tend to forget about other people. It's unfortunate. Nobody likes to admit it. It makes us feel like crap, but I admit it. I have done it plenty. There have been so many times that I've been so worried about what I'm going through and how I'm feeling that the other people around me don't even ever cross my mind. Sometimes for the longest time. And I should know well and good as a mature adult that they are going through it just as much as I am. This life is not easy. It wasn't designed to be easy, and it's never going to be smooth sailing all the way through for anybody. So when we find ourselves getting frustrated with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ around us because they're not behaving or speaking how we think that they should be, and we decide to get offended or just not pay any attention at all, we need to realize that we have been just as guilty of the same behavior and causing frustrations for other people too. It's a two-way street of understanding and tolerance and trying to put ourselves in their shoes by remembering that we have our baggage as well that we carry right along with us and that we keep picking up along the way. It's like we refuse to put it down. We're just going to add more and more and more to the load and it just gets so heavy and, and then we're just feeling so buried. Now, please tell me how that poses any benefit to improving our quality of life. I think that there's just no evidence that it does. <laughs> And in fact, mostly imprisons us right where we are, in the prison that we have created for ourselves over time, holding on to such grievances and bitterness and resentment toward transgressors through our lifetime. And this is something that I could honestly ramble on about forever because I was that person for so long that only was concerned with how I felt about things and what I thought and how I wanted it and what made sense to me. I'm telling you what, that makes it pretty tough for all the people living around me to have any semblance of their own peace. When we're all walking around just kind of on eggshells because mom has an attitude and a tone and is frustrated about everything every day and I was. I let it compound all the time. I didn't even know what originated it sometimes. I couldn't remember what the first piece of that puzzle was and I would just hold on for dear life. Which is something I actually didn't realize I was doing until after the fact. Because I also tend to be very forgiving and I wanted to just jump right back in and I want to be on good terms with everybody. I want to work it out. I don't want to have tension and any animosity whatsoever. I'd really just rather be okay with a person, clear the air, and move on with life. To me, that's the mature adult way to handle something. And I've always been that way. Not everybody is, and that's just a well-known fact, but I was never actually letting go of all the piddly little naggy stuff that I would let eat at me. There was a 
major root of the problem that I didn't fully understand and I was not able to address and therefore diagnose and treat properly, if you will. In my mind, I just believe that I am a true and faithful person. I'm honest and forthright about everything and I wanted the same treatment in return as far as well, all of my relationships. But as a woman in a relationship with a man, hopefully leading toward marriage, that was what I was looking for. In hindsight, the disconnect for me happened when I would first start to date a man and there would be chemistry and we would have some conversation and it's the newness of it all that everybody gets so stumped on without waiting for the compatibility factor because that is what really matters and so the little things that would bother me personally just as many people do think about others that you have dated or that you've been with or married or spent a lifetime with that there right from the start there was this that you noticed and that that you noticed you know not all men are the same not all women are the same just because girls you meet so many men that throw their clothes on the floor next to the hamper or don't put the toilet lid down so that the animals can play in it or so that the swirly flush mist gets in the air and lands on your toothbrush. I mean, it, those are little things, yes, but also to some people, they matter. And so it's in those things that make up the day-to-day -day life where we need to make sure we are compatible. If you don't care that the toilet lid is not down, then wonderful. I personally do. It's just a thing that I notice that matters to me that I make sure and take care of and so it has been a source of arguments many times over the years. Maybe it's part of why I am single right now and I am okay with that. Which circles me back around to what this year has actually meant for me and so many people that I have spoken to. Being forced to slow way down and in many circumstances change up our whole lifestyle and routines and habits has really had a way of reprioritizing so many things in life. Piggybacking off episode two and my wild transformation from lifelong couch potato kind of to avid runner and complete activity monger, like I kind of can't sit still. It's been very hard for me. That took being forced to stay at home. <laughs> I had nowhere to go, nothing to do, and I started to really get the cabin fever. And as winter broke in Michigan and the weather started perking up a little bit, in April and spring was rolling in, my kids and I started taking some few miles, well, maybe not the kids so much, myself, I started taking some few miles long walks. The area and the little town that we live in is just so quaint and beautiful and I was enjoying myself immensely. And then out of the blue, regular walking turned into speed walking and then speed walking quickly turned into jogging and I became a runner without any sort of planning or training whatsoever. It was totally crazy. 
I would jog all over town and just kept feeling as if I was being propelled forward. I was barely getting tired. It didn't take much for me to have to quick drink of water, a couple steps for half a block and catch my breath and just keep going, going, going. And what boggles my mind even more than that is the fact that I was never, ever, ever, ever sore. I didn't wake up sore the next morning, unable to walk until I had my surgery and wasn't able to run whatsoever and really was feeling like cabin fever and decided to kind of jog in place a little bit in my bathroom for a mile one day. That tore my calves up. <laughs> Jogging in place versus actually moving forward and going somewhere are two totally different things and affect muscle groups completely different. I, I learned that the hard way. But that ripple effect alone has had such an immense effect on my whole life all around because I'm drinking more water now. I'm more active. It just, it naturally makes me want to eat healthier and feed myself better, you know, throughout the day, smaller portions, more moderation. Uh, I'm craving imp the important things that I'm needing. It's like my body just knows and it's telling me and I'm listening and paying attention. How many people can say that? I've not. I have completely ignored myself and thought, yeah, you know, I don't feel like it. No, nope, maybe another time. It's too much effort, too much work. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't work out. I don't run. That's not me. I'm lucky I'm skinny. No, I don't, nothing. I'm not even going to put any, any attempt to go be better. I, I'm good enough as I am. And I tell you what, I don't have regrets in life, but that shirt, I just want to slap that girl because I spent so much time that I didn't need to spend only half living, missing out on unbelievable things that I really didn't know were out there for me. Not consciously anyway. I think deep down my entire life, I have felt a power within me and known that I'm so much more than just the young single mom on welfare that a lot of people saw me as for a long time or whatever. I could go on and on and on, but there's, there's substance to each and every one of us and our capabilities, our gifts and skills. You know, we are each made individually and specifically for such a big purpose. And it really is up to us with our creative minds, problem-solving thinking to figure out how to best utilize those for ourselves and for everybody around us, for the world as a whole and its greater good. Humanity is so full of unlikely success stories and bounce backs from major rock bottoms that there is no excuse anybody can come up with to not make something of themselves more than what they are right now, more than just the mediocrity that they've been existing in because it's comfortable or just easier. It seems easier, but it's making things so much harder. And, and this is the clarity that so many are lacking that I lacked for a very, very long time, but am now being called to share with those around me who also need some because it's lacking. We have to admit that. We are lacking clarity and focus on the things that really, really matter. And part of me was so extra grateful for the way that a lot of these shutdowns, quarantines, and isolations went this year because it really rerouted people's thinking. 
and just drove home how important the little things really are. Just because the world around us has become accustomed to moving at warp speed and fast-paced instant gratification doesn't mean that we have to follow suit. More often than not, breaking away from the crowd and becoming a leader, or at least doing our own thing, whether nobody's following us or not, is the quickest route to peace, happiness, and total fulfillment, which again, should be the goal for 2021. So these are just some of my thoughts. You know, tile floors and grout, more like love over hate, you know, really focusing on the glue that's holding us together as a, a population of people that in the bottom of our hearts all want the same thing. We all just want joyously memorable days and restful nights and at the end of this whole ride we call life on this earth to be able to say that we made the most of it and not have a single regret. So I hope that you all go into 2021 intent on making the year work for you. Making it the best regardless of what is going on in the news, in Washington, wherever. Anything around you outside of your own heart, mind, body, soul, or at least household because I know that our families are very, very important to us and, and that's just a part of what matters. All of that other stuff though should really be unplugged from. I'm not in the habit of telling people what to do. But it's an obviously very unhealthy extracurricular activity, I guess, that so many people are taking part in all day, every day. It's so much extra weight that in the grand scheme of things doesn't really matter. There are less than six hours left now as I look at the clock of the year 2020. And I am going to spend that time brainstorming how I want 2021 to look for me because I can totally promise you going into 2020, I had no idea that many of the what I consider to be foundational pieces of who I am as a person, who Tara is, would be completely shaken up and mixed up and thrown back out on the table like Yahtzee. <laughs> And I'm absolutely not the person that I started out the year as. So now knowing that I will completely not recognize the woman going into 2022, I would like to have a lot more say in who she turns out to be than I did this last year. I, I took a lot of curveballs as they were coming my way and rolled with it, but I feel like if I actually draw out a map of some goals, and some big picture plans that I will have a much clearer vision on where I'm going and how to get there. And I just think that sounds like a really, really good plan. So I invite you to join me and spend this last little bit of 2020 really diving in and thinking about your dreams and your hopes and your future and where it is that you see yourself at the end of 2021 because it's going to be here. The clock is ticking, and I swear time is just sped up so much. It speeds up every year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's wild. So I apologize if this really was completely all over the board and makes no sense. Like I said, totally just kind of was flying by the seat of my pants because I just wanted to have a conversation. It didn't need to be scripted. It is kind of raw and real and maybe it wasn't that uncomfortable but 
I do recall there being a lot of admissions on my part of crappy things that I've done, and that can be uncomfortable, but necessary. And so I hope that whether anybody else is at that point of taking accountability for their garbage or not, that you'll get there. Stick with me and, and maybe it'll rub off a little bit because there is so much freedom with no blame, no excuses, taking ownership, and then learning from that. I highly, highly recommend it. Below you'll find a link to submit a question or a comment and I hope that maybe some of you will share with me your visions for yourself and kind of where you're at, where you've been in 2020 and where you're going in 2021. I want to thank you again for tuning in and hopefully following me for more content and maybe sharing the message with anyone else you know who could stand to get uncomfortable with us. Until next time, friends.